Roll sound, Scotty. Take your sticking paws off me, you damn dirty ape! the stinking paws podcast seven years in the making we finally hear episode 150 scott here with paul and with liam hello good hello. afternoon first time the three of us have been together since christmas, christmas yeah. yeah and we're now july yeah. and i think it was probably the celebration episode was the last one it was rocky rocky i think yeah i think we're all in the same room together we didn't do anything since have we when was Rocky there? Because I thought we'd have home alone at Christmas. Rocky was the same same week sort of thing. It was the week, was it? Before, week before Christmas, wasn't it? I'm sure it was. Home alone was the year before. Was it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was. Oh, it was, it was Rocky. We all sat and watched together, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 And we okay. watched Home Alone the Christmas before that together. <laughs> wow. This is, why, this is why we don't get together very often anymore. <laughs> Because it just turns into like faded memories of like yeah. what we've actually done, Jeez. just misremembrances. <laughs> so it's episode 150. Last time we got together, we celebrated movie 200. We're sort of cheating a bit. We're sort of having double celebrations. We're using every opportunity to <laughs> to celebrate something. You know, when it gets to episode, I don't know, 165 or something, we'll find a reason for celebrating. Yeah. I don't know what. So. <laughs> I'm not going to dwell too much on lockdown. How's everybody's weight? All okay? Um, <laughs> definitely put on, I'd say, a stone. Yeah, mm, oh, yeah i say at least that, yeah. That's why we're baggy clothes with no sleeves. Uh, <laughs> did you notice Boris Johnson announced this week that obesity is more dangerous now? For, you know, more likely to get COVID if you're obese? Huh. We just can't fucking win, lads, can we? Because we're in lockdown, we're going to eat. Oh, I think yeah. your man's full of shit. <laughs> with this... Uh, Wonderful way to raise money in the economy by making everyone pay for face masks that mm. is far too late now to even use. <laughs> yeah, that don't actually look. Yeah. <laughs> but they can look cool, so. Yeah. And stop you breathing when you're in a car. Well, I can finally go into a bank without being, you know, noticed anymore <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. Although Mike Myers' mask isn't apparently about. No. Uh, ski masks, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, episode 150, we thought we'd do something a little bit different and. Going back to the early days of Stinking Paws, and we're talking early, early days. Do you remember we used to do an amnesty? Yeah. Mm. Once, once in a sort of six months or so, yeah. we'd we'd pick a movie that was within the 10-year forbidden zone. It was, wasn't it? The 10-year <laughs> yeah. forbidden zone, as it became. Um, Unless you're me and just accidentally... You'd just always <laughs> dare for like the 11-year. <laughs> yeah. At any time, it was like, 
Oh, hang on. This this one's coming up to ten years. <laughs> oh, I think I just, they won't notice. Yeah. The amount do. of times you could see that yeah. it more often than you because I was broaching out to old films, <laughs> but it was like so many times that Paul would name a film and you could just see Scotch like yeah. that sort of look of like <laughs> you. I think when, <laughs> I, when I chose Up, it was we were in 2019, and I think it was 2009 yeah. that it was made. Yeah, it just never <clears> took <throat> any chances, did he, Paul? It was just like com- <laughs> comfort zone there. That comfort blanket. I've changed. Yeah, we had one from the 70s a couple of weeks ago. 73? Paper? <laughs> no, I chose Badlands. Badlands one I? we've both never seen. Sissy Spacek, who plays Carrie. Yeah. Very good. Very yeah. good. And Martin Sheen. Mm-hmm. Very good film. Mm. Um, and we haven't necessarily scrapped the, the 10 year rule since we last saw you, Liam, but what we've said was we've avoided big, big blockbusters. Yeah. We haven't done Star Wars. No. Jurassic Park, Back to the Future. Yeah. That you know, they're very mainstream, they're very sort of family orientated. All superb films. All superb films. But I think we've avoided them because of that reason that what else could be said about them as mm. well, because a million podcasts have done a million different, you know, yeah. views and opinions on it. So would ours be any different? Probably not. Mm. But you know what? In our fun talking about stuff like that. Yeah, because we done Blues Brothers yeah. a few episodes ago, yeah. and again, huge film that everyone knows, and that was that was great. We loved it. It was just a, because it was good to see the film again, and then to chat to somebody about it. Yeah. And we're recording three episodes today, and I think we've got apart from today's, which we are breaking every single rule in the book and doing a brand new movie. The two that are coming up over the next two episodes. Not necessarily massive blockbusters as such. One of them probably is. But they're well-loved and mm. well-remembered, especially Paul and I's generation. And it's that sort of film that we've avoided. Yeah, I think sometimes you should have more like that because instead of having a diverse conversation, you have a passionate conversation because you both love what you've seen. Mm. And yeah, you can't really go wrong because then people... Sometimes people like to listen to people that just love something. Yeah. So they're like, if you know what I mean? Uh, we've had that before. People have commented on, say, something that Paul's chosen that he's passionate about, or you, Liam, mm. as well. Where they've said, bloody hell, Liam really loved that movie. Yeah. Or you could tell that Paul's a big fan of that. Just because of the way we were interacting and just, you know, you imagine me with the Jaws episodes, for example. You know, yeah. the bang, I was I was in the world of my own. You know, there. <laughs> So we're breaking every rule in the book. We're doing the amnesty of amnesties. We are doing Joker, which literally came out late summer last year, didn't it? I don't yeah. think it even been... Hang on, let's have a look. Release date, October in the UK. Yeah. Crikey, yeah. So it's, it wasn't even a summer. It's not even a year old yet. Blockbuster. Wow. Okay, so the newest film in seven years. I'm looking forward to this. Should we take a break and come back after this? Arthur, does it help to have someone to talk to? My mother always tells me to smile and put on a happy face. 
She told me I had a purpose to bring laughter and joy to the world. Is it just me? Or is it getting crazier out there? Smile, though your heart is aching. Smile, even though it's breaking. When there are clouds in the sky, you'll get by. What? If you smile. To your fear and sorrow, smile And maybe tomorrow you <laughs> What's so funny? <laughs> Freak! Gotham has lost its way kind of coward would do something that cold-blooded? Someone who hides behind a mask. I used to think that my life was a tragedy. But now I realize it's a comedy. Okay, that's the Joker, as we say, released on the 4th of October 2019 in the UK, directed by Todd Phillips, starring in an Oscar-winning performance, Joaquin Phoenix, Robert De Niro, Zazie Beetz, a couple of other people we might need to mention as well, the synopsis, in Gotham City, mentally troubled comedian Arthur Fleck is disregarded and mistreated by society. He then embarks on a downward spiral of revolution and bloody crime. This path brings him face to face with his alter ego, the Joker. Mm. Can I just point out, before we even start, do you remember, going right back to early days of Stinking Paws, we used to get correspondence from a very troubled soul called Jim from Swanscombe. (laughs) (laughs) Your laughter tells a thousand stories, right? Is it any coincidence... Joker's real name in this is Arthur Fleck. Is it any coincidence that Jim from Swanson's surname was Fleck? <laughs> I bet you guys didn't know that, no, did you? No. We found out in later episodes that Jim from Swanson was Jim Fleck. <laughs> it explains. I thought his surname was ev- from Swanson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it explains everything. <laughs> History behind the movie. I've seen it. Twice now. I watched it at the cinema and watched it in the week. Paul? Twice. Yeah, watched yeah, a couple it. Of times at home, yeah? Yeah, twice at home, yeah. Not seen it on a big screen. Liam? Uh, I watched it this morning for the fifth time. I was going to say, it was not for the first time. No, not yeah. for the first time. <laughs> Five Bit of a fan, times in yeah. ten months, that's pretty good. Bit yeah. of a fan. Yeah, I think that for me it was more because anybody that knows me knows I'm not a fan of DC. Not because DC can't make good comics, but they've not been very good making films. Mm-hmm. But this... They've been unfortunate. Mm. Yeah, very much. Mm. I mean, Wonder Woman was good. I do yeah, like that. Yeah. But um, this, I know it wasn't directly a D 
DC made film. It's not part of that just new yeah, canon. Associated, is it? Yeah. 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 But and obviously it's just like the characters they use, but it just it's like you can't really compare it to what has happened in any other portrayal of the Joker. It's a new interpretation, I like to think. Yeah, yeah it's but, like the origin of the like a, a villain because you only get in every superhero film origins of heroes. You don't yeah, get yeah, an yeah. origin of what made somebody become. I know you briefly get in one of the X Men films with. Oh, you um, get it with Magneto, Magneto didn't yeah, you? yeah, when they go back to first class or whatever. Yeah, it was yeah. one of those. Yeah. But this, it was like you actually see the origins of why he's become that way, and it's not yeah. the generally accepted <clears throat> origin story. Well, as no. I say, it's it's classed as the possible origin, yeah, because mm-hmm. there is no actual written origin other than him dropped in a vat of acid at some point in a lot of the. Yeah, but other than that, there's no. It's, it's not written in any of the comics why he became what he became. As we get towards the end, what Todd Phillips says, um, I read this somewhere. In Tim Burton's Batman, the guy that shoots Martha Wayne and, and yeah. Thomas Wayne is Jack. What's his face? Who becomes the Joker? Yes. What Todd Phillips said in this. Although you don't see it being Joaquin Phoenix killing the Waynes. It's one of his followers. Todd Phillips explains it by saying that, all right, he's known as Joker in this movie, but somebody else takes on that persona later. Yeah. And becomes the Joker that has the other origin story with the acid and all that sort of stuff. And Joaquin Phoenix hated that and says, you know, I'm not part of that. That's not what I signed up for in his mind he is Joker yeah although I mean Todd Phillips has said that not that there is any script or anything for a second but he said if everyone wanted to then he would look at it but not and also there was talk about if DC wanted to take him into their cinema universe Um, because what's his face was pissed off as well wasn't he Jared Leto. Jared Leto. What, the world's shittest Joker? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Courtney Cox, are you upset? Because <laughs> they look exactly the same. He's, he was the worst Joker ever. <laughs> Hands down. Yes. That's why they set it in 1981, was so that it wasn't in line yeah. with anything that's happening in the DC films at the moment. Yeah. Also strange that it is Todd Phillips that made it, because most people know for The Hangover. Well, and it was him and Bradley Cooper that done it. He produced was, it, didn't he, Cooper? Yeah. Yeah. I was looking what else he's done. He was involved in A Star Is Born. Yeah, Bradley Cooper. Him and Bradley Cooper. Borat and All the King's Men. Yeah. I'm like, that is a weird sort of right. Somebody to be doing a comic book yeah. adaptation as such. But he did keep... Because uh, uh, on the DVD, obviously, you have the extras. And Todd Phillips was saying it's not... Obviously, it's like Paul said, it's not from the comics. It's just how he thinks... It, that the Joker would have been how he sees it mm. in his own world as somebody that loves comics and how he thinks it they, they tells a good story. They did yeah. say, reading online, that it's loosely based on some of what happens in the graphic novel mm-hmm. Batman, The Killing Joke. The Killing yeah. Joke, that's the big yeah. one. That's the big Joker graphic novel, yeah. yeah it's the only, yeah. only DC comic I own. Is it? Yeah. Oh, no, I've got... Um, DC have Dark the Martin. best villains. Marvel have the best heroes, DC have the best villains. <laughs> and it annoys me. <laughs> it's because, I mean, they, they, they like to be dark. They like to... How I think DC do in their comics is very, very graphic. Very they, they're not afraid to kill people in it, whereas all Marvel have with that is 
Deadpool that will kill people. Yeah, yeah. but he's so implied. but he's so light-hearted with it. Yeah, that it, it's not as dark, is it? No. Then it becomes yeah, yeah. So it's set. Did you say nineteen eighty-one? Isn't it? Yes. And you get that instant eighties feel because we mentioned very briefly just before we turn the mics on that the, the Warner Brothers logo mm. is the old late seventies early eighties Warner Brothers mm. logo, and you're watching it and you're thinking. Okay, this is a Gotham that we've not necessarily seen before. It does look like that old yeah, and I mean, there's Death people Wish type with, New York, doesn't it? Yeah. With suits, with flared collars, and it's, it's still sort Definitely of... Definitely set in the 80s, it, yeah, we know that. Yeah, it's just the hangover from 70s fashion still yeah. around sort of thing. But the Gotham itself doesn't... It hasn't got that futuristic Tim Burton Gotham look yeah, to it. it didn't become gothic yet. No, mm. and it is, it's just like... I don't know, say, well, can anyone remember what the Metropolis was like, say, Man of Steel? That was more like yeah. a normal, modern sort of city, wasn't mm. it? It was. So, you know, we're getting this more realistic, and it is very realistic, isn't it? I yeah. think this is mm. very believable, this whole approach. It's not, because this is why they avoided the, the vat of acid thing, because it's a bit, bit you know, a bit unbelievable. Yeah, and, and that's the thing, I think, obviously Jack Nicholson's Joker in, in the comic, him falling the fact, like fine, mm. but I think when if you was to tell that like you did in the Tim Burton's one, you kind of think, oh, so yeah. that's how he, he was a bad person. He just fell into a vat, so he became more. He was, a, he was a crook, though, wasn't he? The, yeah, yeah, the Jack Nicholson. Yeah, version, mm. that's what I mean. He was already a like, bad person, uh, but then he becomes like this gangland yeah. king sort of thing once he becomes the Joker. Yeah. Whereas I think this is more, you see how you kind of feel sorry for him. You do, and yeah. You, you know understand I, mm. why people are following him because it's like, I mean, you look at today's, like how things are around the world with these billionaires everywhere that think the world should be a certain way. Yeah. And yet we're, none of us are that. And you see people protesting. You think that's how what the Joker is standing for. Just The thing is, like you say, he's not, a, he's not a crook. He's not a criminal. No. And there's one thing that sort of highlights this, that, you know, he's just troubled as fuck. Mm. He's on seven different types of medication we find yeah. out near the beginning where he sees his social worker <clears throat> and she says, Well look, surely that must be working, that must be doing <laughs> yeah, something. And he wants for him. Up, he? But yeah. then what he says was, I just don't want to feel so bad anymore. Yeah. So you know he's not criminal. He's just he's screwed up. up. Yeah. Yeah. And that makes it even more believable when you get the psychotic side coming. <laughs> up to the surface yeah. and do you know what I missed out on first time I watched it and I don't know how and it's crucial to the whole plot the fact that he has got this psychological condition that makes him laugh yeah oh how did you watch and that and not do you know what I missed see the card in the, the bus the card and the bus right or didn't pay much attention to it first mm. time round and I just thought he was just bonkers just laughing at certain situations. Because they even have that bit when the police actually ask him, this thing with your like, yeah. with your card, is that real or not? And it just washed over me that first time, you know, and yeah. I watched it this time, and it made a lot more sense, because straight from the start, second scene or whatever it is, where he's going in to see his social worker, it starts off with him laughing hysterically, yeah. because he's yeah. in an uncomfortable situation. Yeah, it's called pathological laughter. So he's done his research. My mate gets that. Yeah. Well, either that or he's a dick. But <laughs> when, when my granddad died when we was younger, and I said to him, I was like, Mark's like, my granddad died. He started laughing. Bastard. And he went, it's how you said it. I was like, I didn't deliver a joke. <laughs> I just told you my granddad had died. And he's just like, see, it's how you're saying it. I was like, why are you laughing? And he used to, if we ever went to Tesco's and he saw people that had 
um, problems. Yeah, we had problems, <laughs> and and he would get so uncomfortable. He'd just start laughing out loud and say it was my fault. And I'm like, no, no, like, you're just incredibly uncomfortable around these sort of people. Oh my god! So it's yeah. a real thing. It's genuine. You know? Yeah, yeah. He, he apparently studied tapes of people with the condition. Did you hear his diet for the film? He probably wasn't eating very much. No. Looking at him, Todd Phillips said to him like. You need to get in shape. We've got the personal trainer, and he was like, oh, "Don't worry about it. I'm not going to bother," because he then had an apple a day and just some water. Wow! Blimey. Because he didn't have much time left to get into shape, like in, yeah, to get into yeah. less of a shape. Fifty-two pounds he lost yeah. for the role, so that's four and a half stone, three and a half stone over. Yeah, if you remember a few years ago, he was acting really strange. You know, he was appearing on chat shows, and he was like, it ballooned up. Yeah with his huge great beard and dark glasses and people have thought he'd just gone completely insane. Joachim Phoenix had gone yeah. insane. And it turned out he was just method acting this role for whatever. I can't remember what the movie was. Yeah, he's... I think he's a superb actor. Yeah. Mm. I genuinely think he's brilliant. And he ballooned up, didn't he? He was like massive, you know, mm. and obviously he dropped... Was it four stone, you say? Yeah, yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. There's one thing I, I want to ask, because I spotted this this time round. When Arthur gets, not necessarily sacked, I think it's to do with, after the kids are beating him up in the alleyway, he gets the sign nicked, and the boss calls him into the office and says, well, you've nicked the sign, what you've done with the sign, yeah. why would I steal yeah. the sign, all that. There's a very brief scene where he goes out to an alleyway, and there's lots of trash cans and rubbish beer bags and bins. <coughs> And he starts kicking the fuck out of a... Yeah. Is it a rubbish bag or is it a person? It's a rubbish bag. Yeah. I Definitely? Yeah. I uh, feel the same as you, though. Yeah. It looks like he's Taking laying into someone? a body. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no. So. It probably is. Yeah, because you don't see the body and you... Yeah, you, you yeah and I'm have. thinking, that's fucking dark if that's what he's just gone and yeah, done. You yeah. know, he's kicked the shit out of a tramp. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely a, like, a rubbish sack because they want... People to see the build up to when he eventually snaps to kill people. Not that he just, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Relationship with his mum. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's. Um, I mean, quite often in films, if you've got someone that's psychotic, whether they'll live at home with their mum. I mean, even going back to. Norman Bates yeah. and all of that sort of stuff. Yeah, isn't it? it's, so it's it's not an unusual tale, but there, as the relationship goes on and he discovers more about his mum that she's not mum. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you think all the undying love he had for her actually has been a pretense, hasn't it? Yeah, oh. it, it goes completely. Um, it is undying love. Who gives their mother a bath? Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> I told my mum I put her home if she ever needed help. <laughs> that's that's unconditional, isn't it? That is. Yeah. You know. cool. yeah. But again, where he's grown up in that sense with his mental health, it's normal. Certain things to him will be the norm because he's not. Yeah. He hasn't been with a female, or he hasn't, from what's implied, he's not been with a female, which is why he fantasizes about them and things like that. It's not. So to him, it's this is just. How that made more sense be. second time round as well, that relationship with the neighbour. Yeah, what when you knew it was fake. When you knew, yeah, because before you see each scene and you think that it's yeah. real. But yeah. that, that's what I liked, though. The first time I watched it, I, again, I was thinking, okay, so he's meeting someone. Then when it pans yeah. out that it's not, you're like, 
Well, his mental health is actually getting worse. Yeah, yeah. because you're thinking, okay, and... she's not actually sitting with him in the hospital, yeah. or yeah. she's not going to see him at the comedy club, yeah. or whatever it may be. It's very well made. Liam, Liam touched it, yeah, where he stops his meds, because the social worker says it's all being closed down, Yeah, and he said, where am I going to get my meds from? And she just doesn't give an answer, does she? She can't answer, no. Mm. So, yeah, it's from that point when he starts to go horrendously downhill. Yeah. i tell you what, I didn't know. Well, no, it's this time round, the significance of the staircase. Yeah. You know the staircase that he dances down? When he picks up his meds, he 10 minutes in or whatever, it's got the weight of the world on his shoulders, he's down, he's trudging. He looks up, it's an effort. Yeah. And it's just, oh, God, it's that staircase, you know. Boom, boom, boom. Hour and a half later in the movie, he's dancing down yeah. that fucker. <laughs> yeah. He's on top of the world, isn't he? You know, that's like, I've conquered this bastard, you know. And it's very significant. Yeah. Very significant, I think. But you don't notice it on the first time watch. No. I absolutely adored it this time round. I liked it first time round, but this time it was even better. Um, the gun. <laughs> Gets given the gun by Randall. Did that happen, or did he try and sell the gun to Randall in another scene? Because he denies it, doesn't he, Randall? I think Randall's just trying. When he gets to get pulled him. in the office, doesn't yeah. he? And he said, yeah. no, actually, Randall said you tried to sell it to him for forty bucks." Yeah, I think that's just him trying to get out of. The, the, he doesn't right. want to get fired because he knows yeah. he's going to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think he definitely gave it to him because obviously that's just after he got beaten up for the first time yeah. so, so that's a, a real incident that's not in his mind that's I don't think he expected him to take it with him to a children's hospital yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's part of the act yeah, <laughs> yeah. okay even if it was a toy gun unless it was a big even coloured then, one that fired water even then <laughs> am I right in thinking that the three guys we're going to talk about the scene on the train on the subway mm. with the three Wall Street guys. They worked for Thomas Wayne. I think they were just Wall Street. Yeah. They, they, he stands up for He stands them, up for them because yeah, they're, they're his compass twat. Yeah, his class. Right, which, they, they weren't yeah. like Wayne no, Enterprises no, no. employees or whatever it was, no. Um, they were arseholes, though. Yeah. That's a brilliant scene, though. It's so well... You imagine if you were sitting on... I mean, I hate trains if you're sitting on like London, London Underground mm. and you're just if somebody started laughing like that and you're thinking Mate, I don't even know what is going to happen <laughs> yeah. mm. you wouldn't think to yourself well maybe having worked with how where we work and things like that we might but any normal person would be thinking why is that guy just sitting there laughing like, mm. no, I'd be more scared now of that yeah. one person I, than these three people I wouldn't be going up to him taking the piss out of him no I'd just be like he's no. It's, it's the look that the woman gives him yeah. as if help me here yeah and then he laughs because mm. before he's just sort of looking over intrigued yeah you see him have a couple of smirks a couple of smirks get- and then when she looks he knows that she's in real danger so he bursts out laughing mm. which in effect gives her the get out clause doesn't it she yeah. she goes fair play to her she fucking runs and he just takes it but then do you think he was expecting it to escalate like that? I don't think he would have been. You know, no, Knowing he's got a gun in his pocket. I think, obviously he was carrying the gun anyway, but I think he just got more and more uncomfortable. And then the fact that the woman did look at him, I think it made him think to himself, she's expecting me to do something, yeah. which made him even more uncomfortable, which mm. then made the yeah. laugh come out. Um, I don't think he'd done it 
knowing that it could help. I think he just thought, I'm, I don't even know what yeah. I'm supposed to do. Yeah. I'm now stuck. And then it just escalated to the point of he's thought, do you know what, I've had a fuck enough of getting my ass kicked by people. See, also, you could also interpret the look he gives her. You know, when she looks over to him, he laughs. Mm. But then he sort of glances back at her and it's almost as if, I've got this. Yeah. I sort of got that impression as well because he knows he's armed. So yeah. no matter what happens here, I'm, I've got the upper hand. It's bizarre. You can interpret it a couple of different ways, you know. Yeah, because, I mean, he's never shot it before, has he, other than shooting the wall in his apartment. <laughs> shot the wall in the apartment. <laughs> and, says, and then turn the and then TV said, up. Watching a new watching war, a war film. film and lost while people are singing in the background. <laughs> yeah. like... But again, which shows the fact that she's severely... Like she's got severe mental health herself, yeah. that she doesn't even doesn't think to herself, that. he's not watching a war film. Writing to, uh, to Thomas, Thomas Wayne. Wayne every day. Yeah. I mean, this isn't part of Batman Joker folklore, is it? No, no. This whole backstory about the mum like story, that. No. It might be somewhere tucked away in a graphic novel, somewhere, a different interpretation, but certainly not something I was aware of. And, and even that side of things, it's, well, hang on, just finish off with the subway thing. I mean, brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Shoots, shoots two of them straight away and he gets the other one in the arse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and a bit like um, talking about old sort of 70s, 80s movies set in New York and that, the, the French connection, when there's the chase on the subway there and, and Popeye Doyle chases the guy up the staircase and shoots him in the back. It reminded me of that, Gene Hackman. Mm. He's just, oh, oh, fuck it, bang, bang. Yeah, I've had a bad day. I've yeah. had a bad day. <laughs> that was the moment he just thought, you know, I'm fed up of people like you being looked up to while yeah. people like me are treated like shit Struggling. and it's, I'm taking that power back. Yeah. <clears throat> but he doesn't have those intentions, does he? That's the thing. He's not no. planning anything. He's no. just He's just surviving at this point. Yeah, because he, he runs off to... Is that... Is that the scene he runs off to the bathroom or is it the later one after the police? He runs to the bathroom and does, does the, the dance. dance. Which was creepy as fuck. Yeah, apparently that was completely improvised on the spot. No rehearsal whatsoever. Because that, that was the bit, I think, where he becomes Joker, I think. Mm. Yeah, that's where yeah. he goes from someone with a bit of mental health issues to I'm a character. I'm going to this. I've got yeah. the power now, yeah? Yeah, it's weird because in all this time he's talking about the stand-up routine as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he wasn't the best comedian. <laughs> Which gets him noticed by Mr De Niro. Who do he adores? He idolises Robert De Niro. He's yeah. his hero, you know. He's, he's a bit... Um... Again, up until he sees that what he's doing is actually just taking the piss out of people that he's yeah, only surely isn't, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. But he has that, that imaginary sequence, doesn't he, where he's watching the show with his mum. Yeah. <clears throat> and he's in the audience and he looks up to him as a father figure almost because he's you know he's an orphan or whatever he may be um, and it's just like yeah that's all he ever wanted was somebody like that a father figure to love him yeah he went by what what you see on TV he's the which real I think man yeah also is that sort of showing of that people need to remember when you like and I think because like most films have subliminal message or whatever but mm. the fact that yeah you shouldn't always just look at these people on TV like they're lovely people because some of them are genuine arseholes. Yeah, and that's yeah. the thing, he's living in this world where he just thinks, my life is shit. This man that I'm seeing on TV is Murray. He's going to be a lovely guy. He could be my new dad. Yeah. And then you don't realise until you meet your idols that they can become pieces of shit. Yeah. So they only have to appear to be nice and yeah, exactly. friendly. 
after Arthur has read Mum's letter, because he doesn't know what these letters are, does he? No. All he knows is Thomas Wayne is running for mayor. Yep. And she's asking him for help because she, she worked used to work for, him. for him 30 yeah. years ago or something yeah. like that. Doesn't know that Mum thinks that he is the father, his father. I mean, is this, again, we don't know. That's never resolved, is it? Yeah, uh, yes. Well, he's yeah, adopted, he is. isn't he? Yeah, she adopted him. You see um, the adoption papers in her file that he gets that from it. the... Yeah. That was it. Because he, he literally hasn't even got a name. That but, was um, it. When she adopts him, he's an unnamed yeah. baby because he was yeah, abandoned. He's adopted, but she's got this delusion that Thomas Wayne is the father. Yeah. Right. Mum has a stroke, ends up in the hospital... Again, the girlfriend turns up, or does she, at the hospital? <laughs> you know. The TV at the hospital shows his comedy routine. This yeah. is where it is the like... Take, yeah, 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 and Robert De Niro actually starts taking the mickey out of him. But we also see the demonstrations taking place at this point as well. Mm -hmm. The people are dressing up as clowns, because doesn't Robert De Niro... No, um, Thomas Wayne... Yes, calls them all clowns. Everybody yeah. is clowns. Yeah. So the demonstration, people are dressing up as clowns. So in the background, you're getting these news reports, all this shit going on, bubbling under the surface. It's not full blown riots yet or anything like that. And this bit really freaked me out that I didn't remember from the first time, right? He decides to go and find Thomas Wayne, so he finds him at the, the cinema. Mm. Uh, yes. Showing the, the Charlie Chaplin that's film. That's right, yeah. 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 Dresses up as the bellboy. Mm -hmm. Isn't there the confrontation here in the toilet? Yes. yes. He, 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 and he completely denies it all. And he says, he your mother's delusional, you're adopted. Gets punched in the face by Thomas Wayne. Yep. When he goes back home, he climbs in the fridge. Yes. yes. Do you know, surprisingly, I only noticed that he actually gets in the fridge and shuts the door. in the fridge. Yeah. Yeah. Probably on the fourth <laughs> and fifth time. Because before that, I remember sitting there, I was... Didn't even, yeah, because he, he takes it. everything out, yeah. gets in, door opens a little, and he shuts himself in again. And you're like, okay. And the very next scene is when he gets the call from the Murray to show. appear on the yeah. show. Because I'm, because it cuts so quickly. I'm thinking he didn't come from the fridge. He didn't hear the phone from the fridge. <laughs> okay, but he like, left the fridge. Watching it phone. back, you can just see him lying on the bed in the in the background, yeah. and it's like, oh, okay. How long did he spend in the fridge? It's just uh, cooled well, off briefly. Yeah. Yeah. Just <laughs> very it's strange. To become cool, calm, collected. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's one big ass fridge that you can climb in. Those yeah. American fridges. To be fair, yeah, because yeah. it used to have like the bottom was the fridge, wasn't it? And the top Ooh, bit was the nice box up. thing, wasn't it? Yeah. On the top. So then it's the scene where he goes to the psychiatric hospital. Yep. To try and look at the records. Goes to Arkham yeah. Asylum. Yeah. Arkham, see, it's, it's all there. That's, like, it. that's yeah. I mean, just the name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And even though this orderly can't reveal any details, he gives a shitload away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then it gives all that info, and then, oh, I can't really give can't you this. I can't tell you anything. What? Yeah. <laughs> but like he kept saying, though, he's just an admin. Yeah. Yeah. But he actually, I had to write this down, because I thought, this is actually what he said. She, she had delusional psychosis and was found guilty of endangering the welfare of her own child. Yeah. Mm. Can't give you any information. <laughs> <laughs> well, he says he can't give... The, he can't give that document over to her, yeah. Yeah. Um, over to him, mm. without his mum signing it. Yeah. And especially because when he says her own child, and then he realises that that's her child, yeah. and that's when he says, like, I can't give you any yeah. more, and, and you can't have probably this. probably seen that adoption because he's, paper. Yeah, he's yeah. realised that, oh, hang on, you're not a professional I'm speaking to, am I? I'm like, 
shit. <laughs> Before Thomas Wayne punches him, he did actually go to Wayne Manor, didn't he? Yeah, where he yes. sees Bruce, Bruce and Alfred. Alfred? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, um, obviously a bit weird where, I mean, Bruce obviously sees the adult like doing little bits of magic and making him laugh. Mm. But then when he holds him through the, gr- makes through the gate... Makes him smile with that, his thumbs. Yeah, I'm like, I think most kids would have freaked thumb, out by now. <laughs> still the, still, what I find crazy when I watch it is mm. that... So technically, the Joker is actually in his 60s. Yeah. When he fights Batman a lot. He's in his 60s and 70s. Because for him to be in his 40s... Mm. I'd say... Late 30s, 30s, early 40s. Isn't I think they say he's 30. Really? He looks old and... Yeah, because, I mean, he's got, like, all the greys around there. Yeah. I mean, mm. even if you say, like, in his 30s, that little boy is... Seven, eight. Seven, eight, yeah. He's, yeah. he's not even 10 years of age. And you think, by the time that he becomes Batman, trained to do everything, mm. if you go by all the Batman films mm. and spending yeah. the time in the pit in... It's at least another Christian 25 which think, years. Which is why I think Todd Phillips says another person takes on... Yeah. Yeah. Because otherwise, you're looking at a Joker that never dies... And also that he's actually... How is he still running about prancing around at that age? It's the acid, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the real truth about it all. He took some trips. All he was, I think, Todd's Todd Phillips' get-out clause, you know, to bugger about with timelines and things was, well, he's not actually the Joker. No, and that's why he says it. Yeah. It's not yeah, it's a not, DC yeah, film. It's not the Joker. It's like, with any of it, they can thank DC for having... Like Karate Kid had to thank DC for... Because there was a DC comic um, hero called Karate Kid. Really? And if you ever if you ever watch it at the very end, they thank DC. Oh right. Because they just used in the case. Name. Yeah. Yeah. So he's getting sued. Exactly. And that's what they've done with this. They've just it isn't a yeah. yeah it's not I, a DC. I, film. I can I can see the explanation of he might have inspired the movement, yeah. but he hasn't got the mental capacity to run no, a movement no. even in his maniacal state. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing you see is that every Joker. That has been made is still intelligent enough to be a like a crime lord and, mm. and run yeah. their their gangs and that and do it properly. That's what makes the Jack <clears throat> Nicholson interpretation believe because he is a crime boss as yeah, so. that, well, he's not really he's a petty criminal, yeah. isn't he? Almost, isn't he? But he's he's already in that kind of position yeah. of having people run yeah. around for him. Yeah. Perhaps it's a bit like um that theory that James Bond <laughs> is just a name and the 007 thing is handed down to yeah, different agents or whatever. The joke, the Joker gets passed down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which to me feels like sh- would feel shit. It'd mm. explain the timeline. I mean, you'd explain it, but I just mm. find it to be it would be kind of like just a get out that is, a villain just continuously keeps being someone. And mm. that's the thing with DC is that they can now have these what I would say are excuses because the amount of times they've now changed Superman, they've changed Batman, Batman yeah, they've changed a Joker, and you're mm. thinking. And I know, yet yeah, Marvel done it with Spider Man, but a lot of that was purely based on who owned. Well, yeah, it was Spider-Man. all the Sony thing and the Marvel, yeah. wasn't it? And also, I think with Spider Man, you've got to be very careful because it's a young actor that's got to play it. Yeah, so it's got to be if you do one though, ten years later, it's going to be noticeably different. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, with like how they do it, it's kind like well, it always gets passed down. And I know in the comics, like <clears throat> Batman does get replaced from Bruce Wayne to I really? think is it. Um, Robin's son or something like yeah. that they yeah. Dick Grayson and it, there's people that move around become a bit so they could say yep there's been other people replacing the Joker it just feels lazy to mm. me that instead of I like the whole idea of this being a, a 
you know, a concept story of, of the, you know, the, the origins. Yeah. Mm. And it might not necessarily be what we've, you know, been taught before, what we've learned before, but it's a bloody good way of doing it, I think. And it I think makes it's, it very believable, doesn't mm, it? You think? I'd rather see more films, especially with DC, that explain their villains than anything to do with the heroes. Yeah. Because that they they try too hard with their heroes to be like Marvel, and they fail because they don't. They always go for superstar names, yeah. whereas with villains, you can set like Suicide Squad. Could have been an even better film. They should have all had an origin story. Yeah, there was yeah. too much information it was yeah, just in two hours. Chucked together, wasn't it? Yeah. I, I couldn't believe any of those characters. No, the Flash, whatever it may have been, because um, it's like, well, they got yeah. ten minutes of screen time. Yeah, even Aquaman was like, blinking, you miss him. Strange thing is, have you seen the Harlequin movie? Look, the, the one yeah, that came Birds afterwards. Yeah, the, no. I've, I really enjoyed it because it was tongue in cheek. Mm. But as you say, they should have had their own individual movies and then prior to together. that. Yeah. This is the thing that I've always argued with anybody that's a DC fan over is that they try and rush things because they're playing catch up to Marvel, yep. which yeah. nobody has ever said they need to do. Ah. They could just sit back and think to themselves, let's find what Marvel done with their characters was, was let's find people that are not that great anymore acting. Robert Downey Jr. would just come out of fucking rehab prison, and everything yeah. for what he'd done. They chose people that weren't household names. It was also a 20 year plan, mate. They knew yeah. where they were heading. Yeah. Whereas DC just see it and they go, oh, we what do we to do? Yeah. We've got to try and rush. Let's get Ben Affleck, Robert Pattinson. You're like, you're picking names yeah, that are he's already. The, he's the next Batman. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And you're like, with Will Smith as Deadshot, Jared Leto as a joke, you're like, you're picking people that don't suit them roles. Nah. It's They don't think about it. They just want to make like get a name for it and think mm. they could be on a winner if they were to make films about their villains and just have Batman appears in it and does something or even Superman in Suicide appears. Squad the Joker's as you mm. say the worst interpretation yeah. of the Joker and I fully agree with that but they gave just, him minimal time yeah, to it, make it like oh god that's the Joker because the they've still got to fit in Croc and they've got to fit yeah. in Deadshot and all of this and it's like hang on you've done another ensemble movie yeah which is great because there's characters that people want to see. You're trying to please everybody by bringing in their favourite yeah. character. They've they done um, like a, with Suicide Squad or it's like they've gone straight to the Avengers Assemble without having yeah. the thought that Iron Man yeah. and Captain America films. And not everybody knows no. what yeah. these people are. Yeah, because they're, they're bringing in ones from the TV series, aren't they? Like, yeah. they didn't have Arrow on that in mm. there, but you, you've got the people... Because Flash is that the universe. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, yeah, some of... Flash's baddies were sort of in yeah. there. They're mm. going with the ice gun or whatever. I can't remember okay. what his name yeah. is. But See, because I don't yeah, watch the TV stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't watch none of the TV yeah. stuff. It's exactly as you said. They're trying to bring in a bit from everything just to mm. please everyone rather mm. than do it in a constructive they, way. They just messed up so long. Instead of learning from past mistakes, they just keep making them. And that's the thing that Marvel will always be ahead on is that Marvel didn't have a cinematic universe as such. They had like Blade, which people forget is a Marvel yeah. comic. And that's kind of where they was going. Then they had like Spider-Man and bits. And they tried the that first Hulk Daredevil. movie, didn't they? Yeah. Oh. Um, which yeah. Um, Ed Norton was actually supposed to redo, re, sorry, be in the next Hulk film. Yeah. But because um, they said we're going in different directions, yeah. they learned they had to piss people off to it make what Lee, they needed. It was wasn't it? was that first one, wasn't it? Yeah. He directed it. it was, wasn't it um, Sam... Droopy moustache, Sam. Beckenbauer? Raimi? <laughs> <laughs> what is Cowboys? Um, 
Elliot. Sam Elliot. He was the <laughs> colonel or the general or whatever yeah. that was the father of the bird at a legend. Yeah. <laughs> the names <laughs> of all gods. But that's wow, the thing. this is factual. <laughs> <laughs> And that's why that, that them films didn't make much sense. Because, again, they tried to pick names from people that had already been yeah. in stuff. And they then went, do you know what? Forget what we've done. We're going to build, as you say, a 20-year plan. Mm. And it's going to take a bit of time. Yeah. So they learnt from their mistakes and kept making things that fans wanted. DC, you had a great Batman film that Tim Burton had done. Yeah. And instead of sticking with that gothic sort of duck, which Batman is, they just were like we're going to have to change this and then let's redo Superman more right? and then let's redo it and you're like you're always chasing your tail yeah but the thing is DC TV series carried on on that dark yeah if you've ever watched Gotham which mm. is oh, the first one Ben McKenzie yeah and, and, and I mean that's Gordon. set prior that's set about the Batman, time that this film would have been set because it's as Batman is a child mm. yeah um, and you see the beginning of Penguin yes. and you see uh, the beginning of Joker as well and that that is set really nicely and, and that would have been a much better movie sort of road to go down it's just a shame DC yeah. don't have many places do they really like Gotham everything happens in Metropolis and Metropolis you're like at least in Marvel it can happen all around Earth and outside of the <laughs> Gotham are like why have we got so many bad people that live in Gotham <laughs> yeah. what should we do knock it down it's like District 13 what was one that ended up in Australia with the thing that was destroyed Crocodile Dundee <laughs> yeah that was it that superhero yeah. Yeah. <laughs> forgot about him yep. um, no it was the DC it might be Man no not Man of Steel they had this world destructor or something that was thumping the fuck out of the earth from Australia going Sounds through to good. the core yeah you've not really sold it <laughs> no that's what I mean it's a DC movie I'm sure it is I'll look it up later. But anyway, Condor Man, was it? Condor Man. That's Marvel as well, wasn't it? <laughs> no, I think I've got Vulture. But... Ah, again, Vulture. What did I see him in the trailer for recently? What, Vulture or Michael yeah. Keaton? Michael Keaton as Vulture. Probably. There's the a trailer for next. Spider Man. Is there another Marvel movie coming up? Yeah, I think the next, next Spider Man. Yeah, there's a Spider Man one. No, up. weren't him then. I'll look it up in a minute. There's a trailer that's just come out, and at the end of the trailer, Michael Keaton goes, why, hello there, or something like that, and you think, is he Vulture? Is, hello he, there. is he in a Western? Hello there. <laughs> Set in the 80s. Yeah, he, yeah he's, he's just moving back his He's Mr. Mum. Um, do you remember that? Mr. Mum. Nope. That was where he first became famous as a comedian, wasn't he? He did that, and... Um, no, this guy needs to slow up on that beer. <laughs> One beer. He's well, just randomly saying it's stuff. Because I missed now. you guys. I missed you guys. Um, <laughs> going back to Joker, after he finds out that Mum had adopted him, all this lot, he then goes back to the girlfriend, and it's the reveal that she's not. Yes, yes, because yeah, he breaks in, sits he? on the sofa and she comes like, in again. My daughter's in the bedroom. You yeah, you're in the wrong flat. Yeah. <laughs> Because she obviously met him before, but the only yeah. interaction they've had is in the elevator. And that's yeah, why he does so, that. Yeah. Then he puts the gun thing yeah. to his head because yeah. he's seen that as she must like me. She's done. That's why he has infatuation because she's yeah. communicating with me in a way that no nobody ever looks at him or speaks to him. So he's seen it as do you know when you're young pubescent yeah. and you're like a girl spoke to me. She yeah. must fancy me. <laughs> yeah. One of my favourite scenes in the movies. He goes back to his flat. And his two mates turn up. Oh, Randall and <laughs> Gary. <laughs> <laughs> a little cockney midget. That's brilliant. Yeah. That's 
a random bit of casting. But, uh, <laughs> but the thing is, it, I guess it makes sense, doesn't it? Because when you've got clowns... Yeah, they're all that, working got for to, an entertainment yeah. agency or whatever, yeah. Yeah. Um, what do we call these guys now? Little people? Midgets. Midgets. Dwarfs. We're allowed yeah. to anymore. I don't know what yeah, we're allowed no, to I say think, anymore. I think, I think dwarf something to do is with the technical term, I think. Dwarfism is um, it's a, yeah. it's a medical syndrome, condition. Yeah, yeah. That has, which is yeah. why... The, um, a dwarf is different to a midget. Mm. And so, different to an elf so and a fairy. <laughs> so is a midget just a very small human? Human, whereas a dwarfism... They're, is, all, they're all humans, but yeah. dwarfism... Is a medical um, condition. Is a medical condition where, yeah. like... Because they often have, like, their Being short uh, isn't. Yeah. And I think... Yeah, I think you have to be a certain height to be classed as a midget. But I think, yeah, small piece, small person. Vertically yeah. challenged. Because there's that yeah. bit at the beginning where says... A person you, of restricted growth. When you people go to play miniature golf, do you just call it golf? golf yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and is that a genuine question that yeah. you should ask someone? I don't see, and that's the thing, this today's society is that's insensitive. If you're like, well, okay, then why is it, well, do Chinese people eat Chinese food or do they just eat food? <laughs> it's the same sort of things. It's like, if you don't ask them questions, you're never going to get, you can't go, that's insensitive. You're like, I didn't say, oi. Tiny human being. Todd Phillips has got the perfect get out clause in because it was set in the 80s. Attitudes were like that. Oh, yeah. they, people <laughs> said jokes like yeah. that. You yeah. know? So, so. That and it's the same man that made the hangover, so I don't mean he gives a shit. I mean, yeah, he's, he's used <laughs> to telling jokes like that. These guys turn up because they're panicking about the gun. Yeah. Yes. More than anything, aren't they? Is that, yeah. is that the reason? And that's why you can see that like, that whole thing of Randall saying he tried to sell him the gun. Yeah. As you can see, he's covering his ass now by going, yeah. uh, yeah. What did you tell him? Yeah. Because he's probably. He's obviously already told the police that Arthur tried to sell him the gun because otherwise yeah. the police wouldn't still keep following him for it. Yeah, because mm. um, there's no real connection otherwise, no. is there? Other than what happened at work and him getting sacked, there's no connection other than Randall's obviously told everyone he tried to sell me a gun. And the gun's fallen out of his pocket at the, at the kid's mm. hospital, so there's you know a couple of bits yeah. of evidence that are sort of linking him. It's good how he kills him, though, with them scissors. Absolutely oh, my yeah, that's... And I think that's the moment, like... You see the bit where he obviously kills the Wall Street guys, and that's just like shooting. He knows it, but it's that moment that when he realizes that you know what, fuck people that are going to fuck me over, and, I and that get out of this somehow, yeah, well. yeah, and just that stabbing him with the scissors, and then just the even not just forcefully hitting his head up against the wall, oh, but his body's oh, yeah. it's like his head's going with it because he's full on. He's using his body to smash that head, and it's just like that's the moment where you just see him think. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. That's it. There's nothing left to say from him. It's just like, this is the moment from now on. I'm not having these sort of people yeah. in my life. Yeah. And you can just imagine being in a position of that dwarf when that's going on. You're thinking, you must be thinking, I'm next. <laughs> what do you mean in that position? <laughs> <laughs> Kneeling down. They're feeding, yeah. you know. <laughs> just little ones. Yeah. <laughs> but he lets him go because he says, you're the only one that was ever nice to him. Decent to me, nice yeah. to me, whatever it was. He kisses him in the head. And we shouldn't laugh. When, when he couldn't get out but the door. But he can't get out the door. Yeah, because the latch. <laughs> chain's on. It's absolutely brilliant. It's just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> it's just like, oh, yeah. Oh. And even then he's still like, is he going to let me out? But there's certain <laughs> bits that um, Todd Phillips put in this to keep them little bits. It was not. But there's certain bits that Todd Phillips kept in it that not a lot of people noticed of how... Like there's bits when Arthur Fleck is running away with the stuff where when oh even at start when he runs and he goes around the corner mm -hmm. he does that clown slide yes, to yeah. go back. <laughs> yeah. There's little bits in this that have added the humour of him being like a real clown and having them moments like a clown does, 
and the, like the little jokey bits obviously yeah. with the little person yeah that's the little joke <laughs> but it's them little bits mm. that Todd Phillips added just to kind of keep it I mean and one thing that I've noticed with a lot of films is there's this thing on Instagram I don't know if you've seen it Scott that they show the colours that people use in scenes in films yeah there's a Be- lot of thing about the palette isn't there yeah. yeah and with the joke there's so many scenes that with Batman, it's always been so dark. Mm. I was going to say it's red and yellow. But yeah, there's yeah. the red and yellows. And Not that you uh, can see them. No, because no, they're the we, colours we're. I can see. Oh, the Paul, I'll talk to you. No, no, because they're the colours I can see. Primary <laughs> colours, I'm good with them. It's when we get into the the browns and the greens. But then there's the bit like in the bath with his bath, his mother, like the pink tiles, the blue. It's the certain colours that are mm. supposed to make you feel certain feelings at the moment. Mm. And I think it's done so well what he's done with this film. Yeah. I read something about the filming of it. They filmed it on proper film, transferred it to digital, oh, but right. then back to film to get the sort of aged effect. The of grainy it. ages. Yeah, because yeah, they got they filmed it in. Um, I think it might have been Panavision or whatever it was or something. No, no, sorry, sorry location. Oh, New York um, was a lot of it. Yeah, um, there was also parts. I think I, can't I think, think there's some in New Jersey as well. But yeah. Where they filmed it, obviously they cut off streets so they could then use the computer and that to put in. So that's why they had to film it in um, proper film, proper then film, digital, then digital to add in what they need to to then yeah. oh, to do the special effects so yes. they could make it look everything old. Yeah, because otherwise they said like the special effects would be jarring. They'd look completely different. Yeah, those yeah. scenes because to the, in the bonus disc, film stock they have like where the street they've made it look old, but then you've got like brand new buildings. So it's like I said, yeah. that's why we've had to then take this away, cut. Kind of like cut paste, but the mm. professional terms of it, and add yeah. more. Because in the background you've got Trump Tower or something yeah. that would have been built or whatever it may have been. It should yeah. never have been built. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. So That's... little dude gets let out of the out of the flat. Yep, food cat flat. And <laughs> we get, and I think this is an iconic scene. The dancing down the staircase in yeah, the full yeah. costume. Yeah, that's dancing to all things Gary Glitter. Which people kicked up so They did, didn't they? And I don't really. You're paying them. You're paying yeah. a pedophile money. No, they're not. It's, it's Gary a... Glitter's music. I'm pretty positive. Like Lost Profits, the record companies that own it, they have the, all the yeah. money that goes to them. It's like Gary Glitter don't get a penny from well, that. I don't song. know. Is it, if you still wrote it, you get it though, didn't you? Which is why his yeah. music's not played on the radio. Depends what he's. Um, what they when he when they get locked up because I know Ian Watkins of Lost Profits yeah. does get nothing even Might if they're Lost Profits yeah. because yeah. they've said like you're the reason this has gone wrong you ain't getting any royalties yeah. so they take it regardless of any and, artistic yeah. not being funny still hear Michael Jackson played all the time <laughs> jury's out just on that. jury's out on that one though. yeah <laughs> <laughs> well no the jury's been paid I mean the, the Gary Glitter thing is fucking cut, cut yeah. fucking definite mate yeah. that, that happened he, he, he brags about it yeah exactly um, I think the song I think that's the thing people get people kicked off that somebody that he's genuinely being punished for the shit that he's done and deservedly so they're kicking off more about that than they are worried about people that genuinely have mental health issues mm. and how this film should be going, let's all help people with mental health issues. They're like, no, a paedophile song's in it. Like, Come <laughs> yeah. on. That, that's society nowadays. They're more concerned with the fact that... And what, how long Snowflakes. is it? Maybe 20 seconds worth of music? Yeah. It is literally... For, yeah. it, it doesn't even walk down the front no. lane for the stairs. He coach. does like yeah. six steps, dancing down, and then the police shout him. like... Yeah. People kicked off about it. Like, and even Todd Phillips said, what's the point? Who cares? When I heard the music, I was thinking more of Doctor Who. 
than <laughs> Gary Glitter. Because it was the, the Time Lords, Doctor in the TARDIS or yeah. something that came out da, in the 80s. Hey, Doctor the TARDIS. Yeah. Who yeah. <laughs> were the KLF? They became the KLF? No. I'm sure that those guys were the KLF in a... We've digressed. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Doctor in the TARDIS by the Time Lords. The Time Lords were the first incarnation. Like Star Trek in it was like a novelty song. Oh, right, yeah. Um, And and the video was a big Cadillac, wasn't it? uh, Don't you remember it? And and I'm sure the the Time Lords, which is the name of the group, became KLF. Because they were like this concept group, the KLF, because they gave away the million pounds and all that. They burnt a million pounds. pounds, That was it, yeah. Look it up, history. You know the KLF? You, you'll know when you hear the songs. Um, they did that Moo Moo Land. Mm. <laughs> what? I've La La Land. Moo Moo Land. Yeah. Oh, bound for Moo Moo Land. Just a 3am eternal. Uh huh, uh huh. <laughs> kind of song. They're justified <laughs> and they're ancient. And they drive in ice cream vans. <laughs> and Tammy We're not selling it. No, Tammy Winnett's the. You'll, you'll know. No, any of them songs. You, you'd let them eat ice cream. You'll know 3 a.m. Whitney joins the jams. 3 a.m. Eternal. If you yeah. play that, you'll know that. <laughs> I, I don't think I want to. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. Also known as the Time Lords. Yeah. There you go. The justified ancients of Moo Moo, the jams, and the Time Lords. Yes. Part of the British Acid House movement. Early nineties. Yeah. 87, 88, 89. Yeah, late summer 80s and early 90s. Yeah. Second summer of love. Yeah, that wasted my time. Anywho. <laughs> Doctor Who. Anywho, Doctor Who. <laughs> Walking downstairs, Gary Glitter. TV show. That's the next bit. He appears oh. on the t- <laughs> I, thought, <laughs> I thought there was a TV show about Gary Glitter. No, 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 no. TV show about the podcast. You're all really no. Yeah. Um, it's the TV show. He's in the dressing room. Yeah. Mark Maron comes in as the, the PA. We were trying to work out who the hell Mark Maron was. We knew the face, couldn't work out who he was. And he's there, a full makeup, and says to Robert De Niro, I want you to call me Joker. Yes, yeah. because that's what you said when you played the yeah, look at this clip. Look at this Joker. And Mark Maron is like, I don't think you should be. Because of the clown movement. Yeah, it should moment. be coming on dressed like that because shit's kicking off here. <laughs> yeah. Because when the cops chased him from the staircase, yeah. they yeah. get the were caught on the yeah. subway. Yeah, One of he... them gets killed. No, no, they're no, both he... in critical condition. Uh, he accidentally shoots the guy he's uh, yes, the one of the policemen with... accident. Yeah, when he comes on with a the gun, public. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the guy grabs the gun, bald guy. That's right. Yeah. He gets shot. And then that's when they'll mob the police and yeah. beat the shit out of them. So they're in critical condition. So the PA to Robert De Niro sort of like, oh, you know, it's a bit sensitive. You want you coming on yeah. as a clown? And he's like, well, I'm not coming on as part of the movement. No, exactly. This is me, sort of thing. That's what he's actually saying, isn't it? Yeah. He's saying this is Until me. Until he explains that it actually is yeah. his movement. But, yeah. But then that would be like in today's thing, having like. Al Johnson coming up, blacked up. I'm just doing it because this me. It's not because of any movement. It's still still very politically incorrect. Well, didn't Al Johnson do that for like his film? Like he didn't do it because he personally liked to dress that way. Though no, well, it's whereas the Joker was the black and white minstrel show. Yeah. Yeah. So I think yeah, Mammy. it might be a bit different. Yeah. And he's asked to to keep it clean. No off colour jokes. Yeah. And then, which, when, fair, which when I, what finally happens is a I, bit of a fucking. I absolutely love the joke about the knock knock joke. 
Yeah. I just love that. Knock, knock. Who's there? It's the policeman. Your son's been run over and killed. That fucking genius. <laughs> it's the bit where he says, knock, knock, and he's looking for his book like this. He goes, knock, knock. And Robert De Niro goes, you had to look that up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the sort of thing where you That kind of annoyed me because I'm like, fuck off, you smug prick. I know it's yeah. your TV show, but yeah. let him... Yeah. And I do love one of the jokes he's got written down is about, I, I was... hope my death makes more, more sense, sense than my life. Yeah, because that's... Yeah, it's very good wordplay, that one. And then if you listen to what he says afterwards, something about if I was to die on the street and people would step over me and all that lot, that's actually written in the three paragraphs above that bit that you've just mentioned. Yeah. About somebody being dead on the street and people right. stepping that's over. That's when he's talking about how everyone's getting all upset about these Wall Street guys. Yeah. Yeah. And yet somebody in his state, people don't give a shit about and, yeah, would step and over. Do you know what I was, I was thinking, you know, that bugged me for about 10 minutes, this thing about... Somebody lying on the sidewalk and people stepping over them on a busy New York street. I'm thinking, mm. I've seen that in a movie mm. somewhere. It's in Midnight Cowboy mm. with Dustin Hoffman and John yeah. Voight. When John Voight first goes to New York, there's a bloke. It's, it's just this montage bit with everybody's talking about Harry Nilsson playing. Yeah, and there's a guy face down on the, on, the, on the sidewalk and everybody's ignoring him. Which is what happens in London, which happens yeah, in Paris, yeah. New York. Where. That's the thing. That's, uh, and he's like looking down, thinking, well, "Is anybody going to help this this dude?" You know. And and I'm thinking, I'd seen that scene somewhere before. And there's so much of, like within this film that you just think, how piss poor society actually is, because yeah. a lot of it's true. We we use films as a way of escaping majority of the time, which is why I like I love my Marvel films. But you see this, and people think it's joking, but mm. it is true. Yeah, like, we've all been to London. Yep. We've, all, we've all seen homeless people I mean Oxford Street last now. time me and you were up yeah. there we Oxford walked Street past several in the, in the middle of the day sleeping at yeah. the side of the street and that was Oxford Street of all the places that I grew up see, hearing yeah. that Oxford Street was this I deal with them every day mate it's my job isn't it yeah. you know, yes. that's, that's the thing I just think it's the people that work up in London they don't know I'm not doing my job best, best, <laughs> well enough I think they're too busy doing one day a week at home <laughs> <laughs> unlike some of us who've been in the office for over a month and a half now God, Londoners <laughs> When he comes on through the, uh, the curtain. The fact that he practised it at his flat yeah, before with his arms up and the dance. <laughs> yeah. Throws True. the cigarette back towards the curtain, walks on and snogs the other female guest. Yeah. Yes, the doctor. the doctor, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, saying about cigarette, there was a lot of smoking in this film and it's something that you don't see in modern films it's off the time though isn't it yeah, yeah. that's the thing at the time yeah. you were allowed to do that weren't you yeah a lot of the films we've been watching lately like 70s films and that so it's constant. much smoking it's constant mm. isn't it but it was it was it, it was a thing it was part and parcel last, of every day. last film we watched Tatum O'Neill was a nine year old girl was smoking in it yeah brilliant <laughs> wasn't it? we were both so shocked <laughs> um yeah he's he comes on quite a different character though, doesn't he? Because he's exuding confidence just for that like 30 seconds of dancing across. Yeah. And, and I think that that's the whole, like when we say about him going to the toilet, into the bathroom, sorry, and doing the dance. Doing his yeah. dance. Yeah. And then like when he finally gives, I think that's the moment he realises like, in a sense, like his calling in life is, do you know what? These meds are just masking who I really am. Yeah. And he's allowed the mental health to take over. And it's like, and because and, I often say, like, when you put on a mask, wherever you can act however you want, yeah. And he's hiding behind that painting face, like, this is me. You're just seeing this this paint, and it's just look, and it is that confidence. It's the real me, isn't it? Mm. Possibly that's been yeah. that's been suppressed by meds and, yeah. and just yeah. you know life going on. What do you think his intention was appearing on the show? Because well, kill himself. Yeah. 
brilliant because that's what I feel because you mentioned that bit about I hope my life, my death makes more sense and then he's going to shoot than my life he practiced it at home didn't and he and I'm thinking right so he's got every intention of killing himself at this point but is it, is it the fact that Robert De Niro fucks him off so much yeah that he thinks yeah, I think I, yeah it's definitely he, even before he gets on stage yeah, he's way seen, before I think he's he, he's seen things about his character yeah. Robert mm. De Niro's character that he's thinking do you know what you're just a bully and keeps right. showing his clip yeah. keeps taking the piss in, out yeah. initially before him becoming the Joker it's like yeah his intentions was if he could get on that show was like I'm going to kill myself tell this joke shoot myself that's me done going out and start on a show I love mm. and I think gradually as he sees how shitty things are getting yeah. that he's going on this show and yeah he sees that you know, this man is not a nice man it's just like fuck off yeah, do, do your bit on the show get off go away and the people dressed as clowns are making more sense than you ever fucking yeah. will sort of thing yeah. yeah yeah. and it is he's seeing that what's happening outside is real it's very clever that's what I mean there's a lot more very lot more to this film than just a person that kills someone yeah I mean, apart from the knock-knock joke, I've got this written down. Yep. He says, what do you get when you cross a mentally ill line? You got it there? Yeah. Go on, you can read it out, mate, if you want. I absolutely. Do you know, I, when when this bit happened on the film, mm. for every time, the first time I was like, oh! And then every time after that, I'm like, yes. <laughs> but it is, it's just like, when he says, like, how about another joke? Mm. And because obviously Murray's still talking, trying to like interrupt him. And he's like, what do you get when you cross a mentally ill loner with a society that abandons him and threatens him like trash? And it's just so he goes, I'll tell you what you get. You get what you fucking deserve. <laughs> and it's just the emphasis on it. And then the shot, and he's like, you fucking deserve that. Yeah, you see his head go back and the, the yeah. brains just yep. splatter up. But if there's anybody that watches that thinking, oh no, he shouldn't have done that, then you have not watched the actual yeah. film. Yeah, you haven't got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, I mean... Majority of the villains in pretty much anything, there's a reason they've become evil. They're not just like that way. But this shows it, and you do. You feel for him yeah. more than... You don't just think of him as your horrible person has to kill people. You're, like, you're actually killing arseholes and wealthy people that are not helping anyone. You're, yeah. like, you're like Robin Hood, but instead of giving to the poor, you're just killing the rich. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it, it just proves it's such a great film if you can feel empathy yeah. for a, a psychopath I mean a mentally disturbed killer and it's even body <laughs> movements that he does like when he's sitting there when Murray's talking to him before he tells her it kills him it's just like the little shoulder shrugs and the little look down and yeah. how his neck movement is yeah. very like twitchy like he's not in full control of himself is he trying to just, suppress the laughter and it's, it's like well, he's body's just like do you know what this is starting to come out sooner and it's yeah. like hang on and then once he's done it and he kind of sits in the chair and looks aside with the blood just down his face yeah. yeah and then goes up to the camera with a little dance yeah then goes up and, get, and you just think it's that creepy sort of right who else who could be next here mm. because it, it gives the impression that he's out of control but he's probably never been more in control in his life and yeah that, that's what i think it is he's finally letting the brain take over the whole of the body yeah, just going so, this is me I'm now happy for yeah. once but it just so happens that he's happy he is killing arseholes which, yeah. <laughs> to, be, to be fair you can ask most of this world right now they need it yeah but it's it's so well done mm. and and it it's it's the sort of thing where with this film like I mean it's you look at as I did like and I think you always do especially like with Batmans and Jokers you start to 
rank them. For, Go uh, on. I'm going to ask you about everyone's got their favourite yeah. Batman, and yeah. and that's the thing. I, I looked at it and I just thought, like, wow. If if I'm putting him in with DC Jokers, mm-hmm. to me he's top. I love Heath Ledger. But he's it's difficult, and that's the thing. And this difficult. this I had to sit and look at pictures of both. And keep going, because they are both two different jokers. Yeah. And Heath Ledger, again, studied so much to the point that it killed him mm. to be that role. Method acting gone wrong, but and he was fucking maniacal, satanic. Everything he was was superb in that role. In the Batman film, he's the best joker. But in regards to making you kind of feel that it's... And I always relate this to... There's parts of this film that remind me of The Crow, because it's justified killing... It's mm. not just a. Yeah, it, it's me. justified mm-hmm. because they're arseholes. He's not just going around going seeing the family and that. And as I say, it wasn't even killing um, Thomas Wayne and his missus. Martha. But, yeah, that's it's it. Martha. I can even get his Martha. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I would put if this was a Joker within the DC universe, I would put him top only by it's it being slightly more realistic yeah. for me than Heath Ledger. But Heath Ledger still. It, it would go Joaquin Phoenix, Heath Ledger, then it would have to be Jack, um, Jack Nicholson, Nicholson, then Cesar Romero, then, Cesar Romero <laughs> then probably somebody that dressed up as him for Halloween, and then finally... Um, you played him in a TV series. That was Cesar. I was Romero, Cesar. Yeah. <laughs> um, Am I right in thinking... This even, the, um, sorry. My right in thinking is the first time that a character has won Best Actor sort of thing. A person playing the same character... Heath Ledger and Joaquin yeah. Phoenix are one. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, the same one best actor for playing for the, the same, same character. character. Yeah, is that the first? I, I time think that's I happened? think it is because it's very rare. Because nobody's ever wanted to play no. Sam Spade twice or Philip Marlowe or something. I don't know or, what about. Uh, although Mark Hamill's one of the best Jokers. He was on me, on my notes as well. Though, Mark right? Hamill is yeah. one of the best. He's in the cartoon. He's oh all, right, the, okay. the vocal the vocal he's interpretation so he does is yeah. so good. You listen to him and you're like, oh, it's fucking. Yeah. It just gets you. And then when you see him in real life, do it on yeah. talk shows. He even has the yeah, his shoulders like, go yeah. up <laughs> and he starts doing the laugh and you're like, yeah, you've Ooh, got yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, I think it is the first case, isn't it? That I, I'm just thinking of things that have been remade time mm. after time, like Star is Born perhaps. Yeah. Because no. No, none of them got... No. I, I'm pretty sure they said that when he won it, that it was, because he says about Heath Ledger in his speech, didn't mm. he? Um, that I, I remember them saying afterwards, that I'm sure it was... The first time it's kind of hard to search for this, isn't it? On phone. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Is this the first time somebody who played? I'm sure two different people played the same. Act? Yeah, yeah, they've been, they've been awarded the the Oscar for playing the same character. Yeah. Because it, what did it win for Oscars? There was quite a few, wasn't there? Um, well, best you, best you, picture, best director, best actor, best score. Didn't win best picture. Parasite won best picture. Yeah, Parasite did won, it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's brilliant. Well, surprise enough, Wikipedia's made an error then. <laughs> yeah. a, a website that anyone can edit. <laughs> Would you look at that? All right, just while he's searching. Mm. Did you know who was originally cast for playing Thomas Wayne? Alec Baldwin. Which yeah. you can see. Yeah. You can clearly Old see. Old Alec Baldwin now. Because if you look at how... Even how he acts, Thomas Wayne, with the hair, it just reminds me of Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Every and, and, bit of it. So I'm yeah, actually shocked. Yeah. And that. the guy that plays him in this was in Dark Knight Rises. 
He was on the Congressman. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, I've seen him in other yeah. stuff, but I yeah. can't think where. Yeah. Um, do you know who Warner Brothers wanted to play the Joker? Jimmy Tarbuck. <laughs> Close. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted Leonardo DiCaprio. Do you know what? Looking at, say, something like Django. I think he could. Yeah. And, yeah. To me, there's certain people... <laughs> I mean, I know I've been saying before that you shouldn't get superstars to play set roles, but I genuinely think roles like the Joker and the Riddler... Jack fucking superstar. Yeah, <laughs> but roles like the Joker and the Riddler in Batman could easily be played by people like... I still think one of the best people that could ever play the Joker mm-hmm. would be Jim Carrey. Yeah. Because he's fucking but mental. He played the Riddler, didn't he? Yeah, in one of the early... But that was when he was more with it. Nick Cage. Yeah, that he was Superman. Yeah, no, because that's his passion project, wasn't it? But yeah, Nick Cage a few years ago, possibly. I think Johnny yeah. Depp. Johnny oh, Depp yeah, was a joker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because even as a Riddler, either because they're both maniacal, just the same era not as Heath quite. Ledger as well, isn't yeah. he? Is that yeah, because era, um, yeah. when Heath Ledger died, he was doing it was that. his Viper Club. It was, it was, he owned it. Johnny Johnny Depp yeah. owned the club. Um, club. But it was oh, no, that was his that brother, was River Phoenix. But when Heath Ledger died, two complete no, different no, service. River, River Phoenix. River, <laughs> River Phoenix, Heath Ledger was near a river. So, and Phoenix. Queen Phoenix. Jockin's brother. Yeah. It's all connected, Liam. But um, it was the <laughs> magical... What was, there was a film that Heath Ledger was also making when he died. Oh, that was the... The, um, the Emporium one of... Yeah, the... Oh. So they got Colin Farrell... Thingy, Monty Python, Gillum, Terry Gilliam. Yeah. And they got him and Jude Law. Jude Law, Johnny Depp and Colin Farrell. And they all Farrell. played his role. Yeah, because they were all very close friends right. and they were very similar in how they could oh, act. Okay. Yes. Um, but yeah, I think and it's one of them things. I still don't understand, though, how anybody ever thought Jared Leto should have even been a Joker. I could see it after the one where he won the Oscar where he was the transsexual with the HIV. Dallas, Dallas Buyers Club. Club. Yeah. I could see that because he was this flamboyant, over-the-top sort of extrovert. Yeah. Not maniac. Yeah. And but there was something there you think, he can act. There's no doubt. Dallas Buyers Club, he can Oh, that's what I mean. Act. Gerald really can act. And he's like, he's like a... I was just so disappointed. I thought he'd have been so much better. And I think they what they've done is, that I don't get the whole the look they gave him of this gangster emo type thing with the tattoos so on the face. The tattoos, I thought you've got it wrong. It was like, you've got it wrong. With the top off the whole time. Yeah. You're like the yeah. Joker, even in his mental state was still very like concerned about himself as well. More than just, it didn't flamboyant. look like somebody with mental health issues. The Jared Leto one looked like a drug addict. Yeah. It looked like all his problems were substance related rather yeah. than. Like you'd be in a nightclub doing cocaine. You think, but <laughs> why are you not being maniacal? Why are you not, Strange. And I know each Joker has like their certain ways. Like Jack Nicholson's was more comedic in a sense. He was great, it was but more based on the was. yeah, his was more comedic. Mm. You've got Heath Ledger's was more like satan satanical because he genuinely was like the pencil disappearing trick is still one of the best ever. Like and here poof, bangs again, the guy's head and it goes again, in his eye again with the scissors. That reminded me of yeah. that scene because it's the scissors honestly, going in his eye. Do you not remember the scene? I've not seen it. You've never seen Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight. Second one. The only one that's worth out of the three. I've seen Batman Begins because I love that film. Mm-hmm. So Dark Knight. The middle one. The middle one. I have seen it. Is that... It's the one with the joke. <laughs> oh, do you know what you're going to say? Is that the one with Heath Ledger? You're like, no, it's no, that the one where Half-Face comes in at 
Half face. Half face, whatever it's called. <laughs> I don't know. He hasn't got half a face. Well, he has. Half, half fast. Harvey Dent. Harvey Dent, two face. Yeah. <laughs> half a face comes in. There's a little bit half a face comes into quite a black man. Times that by four. Four half faces making two Yeah. Do you know when he's in that film? Uh, Harvey Dent appears and he, does he become two faced? He does. He does become, he? yeah, because of the yeah. acids at the end, isn't he? Yeah. Yes. Then I've seen it. Then there's the bit with the pencil. He makes the pencil. Yeah, because he's got. Um, it's the black guy. I can't remember what. It's the gang, isn't it? In the yeah, warehouse. And Eric Roberts is there White. as well, isn't yeah. he? As well, yeah. When he sticks a pencil, stabs it into the desk, Bang. and then the other guy's proper. I think I can't remember his name, but he's being all like cocky in that. And it's just uh, he Ledger's just kind of standing there and he's talking, and it's just like. And when he goes, why are we listening to this clown? He's crazy. He's like, I'm not crazy. <laughs> and he carries on. He's like, and he's like, do you want to see a trick? And he's just got his pencil sticking up with like the lead pointing up sharpened. Oh. And he's like, now you see it? Boom! <laughs> now you don't. And it just goes into the eye socket and it drops. And it's that. Which oh. also was, some of that was filmed at um, Battersea, wasn't it? Yes. With a bit of falling off the um, mm. industrial part. Yeah, it was all at Battersea. By the, um, the power station. That's it, yeah. But yeah, it was, there's so many people you could think. I think Leonardo DiCaprio could have done it. Mm. I don't know whether or not, it's like all of these things. Could he have been as good as Joaquin Phoenix? Yeah. I think oh, Joaquin's I age and look makes him look like that um, Arthur Fleck sort of gaunt. Just... I, I like this interpretation. Mm. Mm. I really do. And it's a very close thing between him and Heath Ledger yeah. for me. I couldn't, I, I don't think I could call it actually. See, I, I only, and this is like after watching it five times, mm-hmm. but I, I, and I thought of this today, and that's why I thought, yeah, I think it just makes you feel more. But that's what I mean, in, in a sense of Joker wanting to kill Batman, because mm. uh, I, again, Batman for me is very much like a James Bond, just can someone hurry up and kill him. Because it just <laughs> keeps happening. Stop, keep redoing it. Just get someone to kill him. And, Enough already. And as you know, the Joker's never going to, because he doesn't actually want to kill him, but it, I, it is so difficult because I feel like I'm betraying Heath Ledger because <laughs> for so long now he's but been it's, the it's, greatest. He won't mind. It's, it's two different movies. It's two different interpretations. That, yeah. and they're both bloody brilliant. Yeah. Like, one's an actual DC it. film about Batman. In a, a very good film. film about, about, a very, yeah. yeah. Mm. And, and this one's a very good alternate view. Yeah. Yeah. And it works in both cases. But one thing I, we can agree on is that Jared was the worst Joker. In, yes, indeed. <laughs> Cesar Romero was better. Yes. I think I could do a good Joker. Well, even Mark Hamill would even be up there, like we yeah. said, as well. A lot of people, funny enough, if you look at the polls like, um, online, Mark Hamill's the number one Joker. Yeah, he's a very and most good, of them. Very good. Because of the TV shows and that he's done. It's... Did you like this, Paul? Oh, loved, loved it first time <laughs> I watched it. Um, and I was very surprised at that because I'm, again, I'm not a big DC fan. I'm not a great Batman fan. Mm. I've not seen all the movies, um, but this was just something completely different and so, so dark. But you felt for him, and you, you, all the way through, you're you're seeing his point of view, sort of thing. It's not wrong, is it? No, no. <laughs> So, yeah, I absolutely loved it second time round as well. I'll definitely watch that again very soon. And also, I think a lot of people forget is that the soundtrack. Because mm-hmm. she won an Oscar, didn't she, for um, First Icelandic Hilda... Is it Johan Johansson? No, it's Hilda 
good gooden daughter. Hilda Goodner daughter. I can't say her name. She's from Iceland, and her dad, his name is Goodner, and daughter means daughter. So her name is Hilda Goodner daughter. So like that. That's that's very good. The way you're doing that, I like that. Honestly, you watch a lot of Scandi like. I, I, uh, porn. I, I know, no, I, I know our, the names. Go um, to Ikea a lot, do you? Is that what I, I do, yeah. I mean, that, that's Sweden, not Iceland. <laughs> As I just... Oh, oh, all right, black man. <laughs> They're all the same. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Right. I didn't sign up for this shit. Scandinavian. weirdest fact I found about Joker is that soon after it, Pornhub has had 741,000 searches of Joker porn since the release of it. I don't even find that a surprise. No, it's probably the same with any movie that comes out. Yeah. Mary Poppins porn. Although, whatever, you know, do you know though as well that Pornhub release, because anyone can upload to Pornhub, that people upload films like The Joker, Avengers and that mm. to hide it. illegally. Yeah, yeah. So that way people can watch these films yeah. and then by people doing it, all Pornhub do is then, like Facebook does, like YouTube yeah. does, adverts of what you're just looking at, yeah. Yeah. and then it comes up like porn of that genre, and you're yeah. thinking, "Why have I got? Why on earth am I still watching it's this? It's probably, I finished. It's probably, <laughs> it's probably more Harley Quinn porn than, than yeah, there's so yeah. much Harley Quinn yeah. porn that yeah. I've watched. I heard. He's <laughs> <laughs> honest. It's fine. Um, Actually, having a fucking hate Harley Quinn. My there was, annoys me. There was a oh, really? bit of controversy about the release of it, wasn't it? Because do you remember when Dark Knight? Was it Knight, too soon? No, it's premature. When Dark Knight came out and that psycho went through the um, the, uh, the cinema, the cinema shot them all that shot side, them all dressed as Joker. Yeah, um, Aurora, Colorado. That's the one. There we go. Yeah, funny, funny name for a bloke. But they refused to show it. Yeah, because, because of, of it. I think the families actually asked. They requested. Yeah, yeah. yeah they and requested they it also not said be shown. About not wanting it to be released in America. It's like, she, and it's horrible. It genuine. America's a fucking hideous place. Mm-hmm. Like, is at the moment. People live yeah. in its history. They don't live in its moment. And things like that is. It's the reason that kid done it isn't just because he saw a film. Same as the way yeah. kids didn't shoot up a school because they listened to Marilyn Manson and Eminem. Yeah, they've done it because that shit is easily accessible, and you don't teach anything different. You relate to your. We're allowed to bear arms. We're America, and it's like you can't stop a film. Yeah. Like, how is how would the Joker, especially this one, about somebody who's got mental health issues that needs to be helped, that shouldn't that should be aired more than anything. Yeah. I mean, fuck's sake, we, we played Grand Theft Auto, <laughs> <laughs> a game that I've seen parents buy. There's kids that play it when you're online. You hit them yeah. like, well, this is killing prostitutes, blowing up shit, and everything. And yeah. parents Do you remember like, when this came out about a week or so? This came out. Parents were complaining. Oh, it's a bit violent. Yeah. It's a fucking R-rated movie. Yes. It's the first live-action DC R-rated, movie to be R-rated because yeah. some of the cartoon cartoons. I can't even say the word cartoons have been R-rated. Incredible for retard. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. It, well, I, th- yeah. I think the general consensus is for episode 150, we picked a winner. Yeah. Um, and I'm quite happy to have a few more amnesties a bit more regular. Yeah. As long as they're of this quality. Yeah, as long as we don't go pulling <laughs> oh, damn out. Damn it, I was going to mention the new Dumbo film. film. Oh, yeah. Michael Keaton. Yeah. Danny DeVito. <laughs> hasn't got the crows in, has it? <laughs> no. No. Wonder why. <laughs> Should we take a break and we'll be back after this?
smile Though your heart is aching Smile Even though it's breaking When there are clouds In the sky You'll get by If you smile Through your fear and sorrow Smile And maybe tomorrow You'll see the sun come Shining through For you Light up your face With gladness Hide Every trace of sadness Although a tear May be ever So near That's the time You must keep on Trying smile What's the use of crying? You find that life is still worthwhile if you just smile. Through your fear and sorrow, smile, and maybe tomorrow you'll see the sun come shining through for you. Light up your face with gladness, hide every trace of sadness, although a tear. So near, that's the time you must keep on trying. Smile, what's the use of crying? You find that life is still worthwhile if you just smile. You'll find that life's worthwhile if you just smile. Now, preview time. When it comes to entertainment, you can't beat a good film. So let's take a look at what's coming your way. So that was episode 150, which was an amnesty episode. And we've sort of been chatting in the break that I think we're going to do these a bit more regular, didn't you? Yeah, I think it's a good idea. We mentioned a few movies just off the top of our head, not necessarily in the last 10 years, just in the last year, the last 12 months that we'd like to cover. So what we're going to do is probably go through the usual routine of each of us picking a movie... So every fourth movie we think might do an amnesty. What do you reckon? Yeah, it's every couple of months, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Keep it fresh. Liven it up a bit, lads. Yeah. So with that in mind, we're not going to do an amnesty. Liam's going to pick a movie (laughs) for us. Yes, this was difficult. Where are we going this time round, mate? Because 
we put you on the spot because you didn't realise it was your choice to you know to pick. Yeah. So where are we going, mate? Back to the year two thousand. I was really? nearly fifteen years of age. Jesus. Wouldn't it be strange if we were all fully grown? <laughs> yep. <laughs> great, great grandmother's yeah. daughter. Yeah, on that Thursday years ago. <laughs> it was, it was a Thursday. <laughs> um, but Tom Hanks. Does he? Thanks for yeah, the tip. He, he goes to an island because like, the, there's a plane crash um, and it's like he's cast away. I can't remember the name of the film. <laughs> Gets saved by a volleyball. Yep. <laughs> a very emotional volleyball as well. But yeah, Tom Hanks in Castaway, Mr. Mike Joyce. Why have we not reviewed this movie before? It's, it's a classic one of those ones we've avoided mm. for some reason. Yeah. No how reason. many Tom Hanks films have you done? That's, I mean, if you look at how many great films that man's I done. I don't know if we've done any. You've done Green Mile. Yeah. John the Volcano? <laughs> yeah, that, that classic. <laughs> <laughs> the money pit. But Sleepless in Seattle, or you've no, got Mail. No. Terminal's a great film. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah. We've, I don't think we've covered any. Apart Shaving from the Private Ryan. Shaving Ryan's Privates, we did. Yeah. Um, and The Green Mile, which I two, I think. Oh, it's Green Mile again the other day. Still gets me. Poor Green Mile. It's just when he's singing, I'm in heaven. Because <laughs> like, when he's about to die, and I'm like, no. <laughs> Let's do Green Mile again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so cast away next time. The three yes. of us get well. Not the next time. A couple of couple of weeks time. Liam, been great to see you, mate. Finally broken free out of lockdown. Entered my social bubble, which was nice. Yep. <laughs> nice for you or nice for him? Well, well nice for the jury's out at the moment. Paul's already <laughs> entered my social bubble. Yeah. Came back for seconds. I know. I've heard him. He says, <laughs> awkward. <laughs> he loves your bubble. <laughs> <laughs> he says you put on weight that's why it's become a bubble <laughs> <laughs> and on that note guys love you see you later see you later <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, shut up. We enjoy it.